When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going on. I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. And Mojo, maybe there is something to this whole Taylor Swift curse because the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Denver Broncos oh. on Sunday, Mojo. <laughs> In Denver, the Denver Broncos, who, yes, are one of the worst teams in the entire NFL, even with the win, they are now just three and five. But Mojo, somehow, some way, and maybe there was a little magic, uh, a little Taylor Swift magic uh, in play here because the Broncos beat the Chiefs, and it wasn't really close, 24 to nine, Mojo. The, oh. the Broncos were, were sort of in charge of this game uh, throughout the entire time from start to finish. And uh, now the Broncos, or now the Chiefs, I should say, are 4-0 and with Taylor in the building, 2-2 and without, Mojo. If you beat the Chiefs, they're the biggest story in sports right now. You know the Broncos had to um, – Take a little shot, a pot shot, you might call it, <laughs> at the Chiefs uh, after the game. Listen closely here. See if you recognize any of the music. Of course, if you live under a rock or don't listen to the radio for some reason, that is, of course, Shake It Off, one of Taylor Swift's mega hits. And, yeah, got, got their little revenge, you might say, Mojo. I mean, when you're as bad as the Denver Broncos are, you really got to take advantage of your moments when you right. have them. I mean, this was too good, right? It had to be done. I mean, this might be the biggest upset in the NFL all year. 24-9, to blowing out the Chiefs. I don't know what happened. This was just an absolute breakdown on every side of the ball. Offense, defense, and special teams. What a disaster. But the fact that the Broncos had the audacity to do this, Man, I love the board. <laughs> yeah, I know. So do I, Mojo. And I think the Chiefs, have they know this. And look, they have been the, the best franchise, I think, uh, hands down over the last five years or so in the NFL. So when you play the Chiefs, they're always going to get that team's best effort, the best shot. But I also think the other players on the other teams, they know, they hear all of this stuff. And, and they know that the Chiefs have been talked about, that Travis Kelsey has been talked about nonstop. And I, I do think that a lot of them, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Mojo, but I do think that a lot of them are probably going to take that personally. And they're going to say, hey, look, you know, we're pretty good athletes too. And, um, you know, we deserve some attention ourselves. And I, I think uh, that might have been um, something that played into the game on Sunday. Now, some people have spoken about and discussed it and whether or not Travis should have been there or not. But on Friday, despite the fact that the Chiefs were playing in Denver, 
on Sunday, Friday night, Game 1, the World Series. There is Travis Kelsey, who was in Arlington and, of course, the Dallas area for Game 1 of the World Series, uh, Rangers versus Diamondbacks. So, Mojo, I think we've seen him, uh, you know, when they had that mini bye week after they played Thursday night football. We saw him travel to New York City where he was hanging out with Taylor. Do you think, or are you starting to get the impression that maybe football is not at the forefront of Travis's mind where it should be, or is this all okay? No, I'm not worried about this whatsoever, Babcock. I mean, we've been we've been thrilled for the past several weeks to give uh, Taylor Swift all the credit in the world every time <laughs> Travis Kelsey put up 100 yards, 200 yards per game, mind you. Uh, so I, I, I don't think blaming this relationship on on Taylor and that um, their relationship uh, it being the reason for for him performing maybe poorly or the team performing poorly this this past weekend. I mean, uh, again, the team has made so much money. The NFL has made so much money. There are so many extra viewers now, uh, so many more teammates that even have more money in their pockets now because of this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey relationship. So uh, I, I would not blame that on this. Everybody has a bad game. I mean, granted, this is about as bad as a game <laughs> as you can possibly have. This will likely be the upset of the year because this wasn't a close game. It was a blowout by the worst team in the NFL to, you know, one, maybe not the best team in the NFL, but definitely Close top. To it. So I, I just, I, I can't, I don't think you can yeah. blame this relationship. I don't think you can put this on Taylor Swift whatsoever. And don't be surprised. Yeah, Mojo, you know what? At the end of the day, too, as you're talking, I'm thinking about it. The reality is, and the numbers speak for themselves here, they're 2-2 two and two without her. They're 4-0 and oh with her. So maybe the only problem on Sunday was that Tay wasn't actually in the building. So there, there, here's, the, here's the issue for Chiefs fans, and I am sorry. The Chiefs play in Germany next week, as you know. I don't know she likes Travis that much. All right, Mojo, moving on to some really tragic news uh, that we broke over the weekend. Uh, TMZ uh, broke the story. Uh, actor Matthew Perry, who, of course, famously played uh, Chandler Bing on the beloved sitcom Friends, at just 54 years old, Mojo, was found deceased in his hot tub at his new home in the Pacific Palisades. It's a uh, town not too far outside of L.A. where we are right here. Just absolutely tragic, Mojo. And uh, Matthew Perry, somebody who was, uh, you know, wasn't a professional athlete, obviously, but somebody who really loves sports, especially when it came to the NHL and to his beloved L.A. Kings. So, Mojo, we break the story, and you can't help but think of some of these times over the years where we actually talk to Matthew Perry, and oftentimes it was, again, about his beloved L.A. Kings. Uh, a couple years back, as a matter of fact, we saw Matt at that time going into what was the Staples Center, now crypto, and uh, we asked him, our camera guy was a Kings fan, we had some L.A. Kings trivia for him, and this is how you know that he was a real deal fan Watch this. Matthew, you and I are huge Kings fans, man. What? Huge Kings fans. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know who the leading uh, goalie of all time in terms of wins on the LA Kings is? Logie Basham. Oh, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> so that was pretty good, Mojo. Now, I should say this. It, uh, it is now Jonathan Quick. But when Matt answered the question, it was Rogie Vashon. Mojo, not just that. On Saturday, and this was just a couple hours after we broke the story here, the Kings organist... Uh, Played some familiar music. Kaliev just stays away just enough there. 
There's the pad of Talbot inside the post. So there's no chance whatsoever of the puck getting in. In that area right there, will not get in because that pad is stuck. So there you had it, Mojo. There, of course, the Friends theme song. And uh, he was beloved. He was beloved in that building and, and in many buildings across this world. But he was really a, a Kings fan. And I, I think probably, uh, you know, smiling down on that. Pretty cool moment. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a huge Matthew Perry fan. Absolutely incredible person, just heartbreaking news. And seeing these sports clips, uh, really cool stuff, man. You see how much sports means to people, how much it can change someone's life. And, you know, you you can just see that emanating through these pictures, through that the video, the, the question, the trivia question cracked me up. I mean, that was the most automatic of answers you could right? possibly Right? If you do. were to ask me who the... I don't know who has the most three-pointers in New York Knicks history. I, I don't know. I could take a guess, but uh, you, you know that's the true sign of someone who's not a Fairweather fan, not a fake bandwagoner. Matthew Perry was a legit, real-deal Los Angeles Kings fan, and uh, obviously not just in the Kings world or the NHL world or the sports world. Matthew Perry, somebody who will be missed. Rest in peace. Coming up, Francis Ngannou wasn't supposed to have a chance Saturday night, but the MMA star almost pulled off the boxing upset of the century. Undefeated boxing star Shakur Stevenson joins us next to break down the crazy controversy in Riyadh. That's next on TMC Sports. Split decision, still undefeated from the United Kingdom, the WBC heavyweight world champion, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. That was former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou Saturday in Saudi Arabia, knocking down the Tyson Fury, the man widely accepted as the greatest heavyweight boxer in the world and of course then Tyson Fury getting the split decision it's uh, it's controversial it's something that a lot of people around boxing and MMA are uh, discussing today and we welcome uh, a guy that uh, aren't many people that know boxing better than uh, 20 and 0 uh, one of the greatest fighters in the world period Shakur Stevenson Shakur brother how are you what's good my guy what's good man I'm good Man, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of different feelings about what happened, Shakur, on Saturday. Uh, you watched the fight. I guess just did the judges get it right, or or did Francis Ngannou win that fight? See, I, I can't like answer that question fully just because of the fact that I seen like the last five rounds. I was sparring during like the beginning of the fight, but um, from what I seen, it looked like. Fury was winning. It just looked like he wasn't doing 
Shakur, what, what do you make? Because, I, I, I mean, I, I know I sat on our TV show, and, and every time we talked about the fight, I said, I, I love Francis Ngannou, great MMA fighter, but I said he's got no chance to beat Tyson Fury. I just thought Tyson Fury with his experience, his size, his footwork, his, all of it. What do you make of what happened, even the fact that the fight was close? I, I, I can't believe Tyson Fury trained for that fight. I, I don't think that. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe the fact that he said he trained 12 weeks. I don't believe it. I think he's fired. He didn't look like he trained. They don't, they don't look like he was throwing too many punches. I usually throw punches. But he seemed real hesitant. And it seemed like I don't know how much shape he was in. So, honestly, I, I didn't like that on um, Tyson Fury. Usually, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Tyson Fury. Uh, at night, I didn't look too good. Yeah, yeah that's, that was the same thing that I thought. You've got a lot of people now saying that this is bad for boxers now. This is good for MMA fighters. They showed that they can hang w at the top level with the best boxers in the world. What What do you think about that conversation that's happening now? Uh, I say if they feel that way, give it a try. I think that um, you got some MMA guys that want to come get in the ring with somebody like me. I would love the opportunity to beat up an MMA guy and show them that there's real levels to it. So. Oh, I just think Tyson Fury was off that night. I think that them dudes need to relax and stay in their lane. Would you like to see it again, given it was a close fight? Would you like to see a rematch? Yeah, I would like to see Tyson Fury take it serious and go in there and beat him up. Is there any MMA fighters that you would like to fight <laughs> that you want to fight? <laughs> what's, what's that dude named? Sean? 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 Uh, oh, Sean, uh, uh, Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean yeah, O'Malley. Yeah, Tell him we could get it in. I'm, I'm ready to lock, lock in with him. He, I'm sure he's going to see this now that you've said his name. What do you? What would you say to him? Uh, tell him it's levels to the So if he want to come try and try his hand, I'll be I don't think we need to say anything else but that, right? <laughs> anything hey. else you want to say, Shakur, about anything? I know you've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. Anything else before I, I let you go? Nah, tune in November 16th uh, fighting. I'm going to put on the show. Absolutely. If, if you have time, let's hop on and let's uh, let's promote the fight, uh, you know, uh, as it gets a little bit closer. Yes, sir. Magic Johnson has just joined a very, very exclusive club. This is the club you want to be a part of. The Athletes Who Are Now Billionaires Club, because uh, Mojo, he is now, according to Forbes, officially worth over $1 billion, $1.1 billion to be exact. You can't forget that point one. That's $100 million bucks, Mojo. Uh, <laughs> not, not coming from where you might think it's uh, coming from, though. Of course, we know Magic Johnson is a team owner. Uh, of course, uh, recently purchased a piece of the Washington Commanders, NFL big, big business. Also owns uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers or a piece of the Dodgers, as he does the L.A. Sparks and LAFC. So he's got Major League Baseball, NFL, WNBA and the MLS. Mojo, he's made a lot of money there, but Mojo, a lot of most of the money. And what really pushed him over that one billion dollar threshold. Can you imagine if Magic woke up with just a million in his bank? He'd cry he'd panic. Uh, the billion dollar threshold was his. Purchase a couple years back of an insurance company called Equitrust. Now, Magic Johnson owns 60% of that company. Company's worth a lot. And because of it, so is Magic Johnson. 1.1 billion, Mojo. Oh, I should say the other guys, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, and LeBron James. So three basketball players and arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Well, clearly I signed up for the wrong sport. Yeah, really, Mojo. Uh, wrestling and... <laughs> 
Oh, wrestling and football. Playing football and wrestling. What an <laughs> idiot I am. But, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, and I hope this doesn't sound uh, insulting, but of all the athletes to become a billionaire, yeah. this is a little bit of the most surprising oh. one to me, but arguably the most impressive. I mean, Magic played at a time when contracts weren't as big as they are now. Players just did not get paid as much as they did now. Endorsement money wasn't even a fraction of, of what it is yeah. now. So a lot of these players at, at a billion, you know, outside of Jordan, who of course was uh well, I guess he he's even more recent than yeah. Magic he's recent too. Most of his no, mo, I think you make a great point, Mojo. Most of Michael's money didn't come from being a player. Not even Nike. Most of Michael's money, remember, came from him selling his NBA team, which he bought low, sold high, which is the way it should go. I I usually do the opposite with my investments: buy low and I, I <laughs> buy high and sell low. But but that's why Michael. And that's a great point. I mean, if you look at Magic's career earnings, I bet you it's it's far less than a hundred million dollars NBA contract money. Yeah, and, and because then even if you look at, I mean, Jordan obviously had Jordan sneakers, and that was that was the ultimate blow up right there. I mean, yeah. that that was the thing. But Magic didn't really have any public investments or deals right. of that magnitude, which just suggests to me, reading between the lines, that he's probably the best businessman out of out of these four mm -hmm. guys. No, no knock on them, of course. Oh. I mean, this guy is wheeling and dealing and finding the right things to invest in. And I mean, if you look at his portfolio, it is extremely impressive when you start doing some digging. I mean, for for these other guys, yeah, you get it on Jordan sneakers, <laughs> you can coast through life. But after that, I mean, that deal is a monster. And as far as you know, Tiger and LeBron, you don't even have to talk to, about them based off of all the current deals that they have. But yeah, I mean, hats off to Magic. Crazy that there's only four athletes that are billionaires. Um, but yeah, deservingly so. Looking through his portfolio again. <laughs> Mojo, it's time for some NFL oddities, the Halloween edition. Of course, Halloween is on Tuesday, tomorrow. Uh, no games on Tuesday, so a lot of NFL players and some stars, Mojo, uh, took the opportunity to get dressed up on their way into the stadium before Sunday's games. Let's go through some of these guys. That guy right there is uh, arguably, or not arguably, one of the best defensive players in the league, Miles Garrett as the Creeper. Mojo. Uh, let's move on to the uh, Panthers wide receiver, uh, LaVisca Chenault, who, uh, of course, uh, was a minion. I could tell you that's anybody. We'd have no idea. No, but it is, it is Chenault in there. Cowboys star Micah Parsons uh, dressed up as a lion. I think very apropos for him. Kyler Gordon, Mojo, Bears defensive back, uh, dressing up as Spider-Man. I uh, played a lot of the Spider-Man video game over the weekend, so I like that, Kyler. Corderell Patterson, Falcons running back, dressed up uh, the iconic, the Joker. I like that, Mojo. That's a good one. Uh, Preston Smith, Mojo, uh, dressed up as Michael Myers. Nothing more Halloween than that for the Packers linebacker. And Joe Burrow, of course, the Bengals superstar quarterback. Alien, huh, with the NASA shirt, Mojo. Okay, question is, who did it best, Mojo? We got Creeper, a Minion, a Lion, Spider-Man, Joker, Michael Myers, and an alien. This one's very, very easy for me, Babcock. There's oh. only one answer really? here. And that is hold on, hold Miles on. Let me guess. Garrett. Let me guess. Who is it? Miles Garrett. 
Miles Garrett, Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. This was the best one to me. You got to give them points for originality here. Yeah. I'm not so sure I've seen anyone rock a Jeepers Creepers costume in recent years. Um, <laughs> we we can at least see his build, whereas He's with scary. the Megan costume, could have been us in there. Uh, I will say oh. the worst Halloween costume, you didn't ask this, but I'm going to add it anyway. Yeah. Easily. Joe Burrow. I mean, what was that? <laughs> what, what is this? What, are we, what is this? I like the pants. I could see you wearing those pants, though, Mojo. I was going to say I'll keep the pants, <laughs> ditch the rest of the, the costume. I'm not even sure all these things are matching here. It just doesn't make sense. What? I don't yeah, think any what? of that matters. I don't think any of that matches. I, I think Joe just probably didn't. Well, maybe he didn't brush his hair or something. I'm, I'm with you. The, cre- the Creeper costume by Miles Gow was awesome. That guy is terrifying no matter what he's wearing. I don't know why. He's he just scary. In it. You're right. <laughs> he should have won. He should have played. All right, we've got to go. We're out of time. I'm talking too much today, as always. Uh, we've got a good one tomorrow, Mojo. Big stories, great video. Going to be a great show. Matter of fact, Babcock, it'll be... The best show since today!